I'm gonna get through this. Yeah. I don't even know what's going on. Hey everyone, welcome back from a very brief hiatus. I'm Deja. And I'm Tyler. And this is Carpet Time Confessions, and we're so happy to be here today. (laughs) Just so happy to be here. Just so happy to be here. All right. If you can't already tell, the vibes are definitely immaculate from both ends over here. Um, So we're just going (laughs) to jump right on in. How are you? Let's do our check-in. Oh, well, shoot. (laughs) No, well, shoot. (laughs) Well, okay, 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 okay. I guess at at this point in the week... Feeling 30, flirty, and thriving. I'm not 30, if you don't know. But, um... Or flirty. (laughs) I'm not thriving. (laughs) So you're lying. I'm a liar. Noted. I'm a liar, sweetie. Anyway. I'm a liar, sweetie. I cheat on niggas, too. I do. (laughs) I missed that. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Okay, I'm so sorry. I've made so many random references today. Like, I just... On one. It's the vibe. Clearly. Clearly. Um, But I guess I'll start with the thorn. And the thorn is probably still my trip to urgent care. Because what was that? That basically should be my thorn, too. My trip to urgent care? Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm still so confused. So I went to urgent care because my ears were popping and locking on Monday. And multiple people suggested that it might be an ear infection. Now, I've never had an ear infection and I thought they were supposed to be painful. But when I was looking it up, they were like, okay, middle ear infections don't always have to be painful, I guess. I'm like, okay, maybe they're onto something. Let me just go and see. Mm -hmm. I was also like kind of nauseous and like dizzy, but I'm always a little bit dizzy. So I was like... Who knows if it's related? And But then I also, my nose started kind of like running. So I leave work. Not really. At the end of work, I left kind of early, but I told the principal. So I leave. I go to urgent care. And of course, they do a rapid flu test, a rapid COVID test. Those two things come back negative. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> um, they do a PCR test. And then like the doctor comes and is like looking in my ears and then she's like oh your ears like your ear canals like around a curve or something and I'm like because and I knew something didn't feel right when she was looking in my ear because of the way that she was like can you move your head closer and I'm like why you can't see <laughs> like, so I'm what? trying to figure out if it moved or something because no one has ever said that to me but she looks and she's like okay well there doesn't appear to be anything wrong with your ears pull down your mask and look at your throat I put my mask down and I swear this lady essentially jumped back. Like she saw my throat and it was a jump scare. <laughs> and she just said, your throat looks messed up. What am I supposed to do with that? Like, what does that mean? Like, can we be more specific? So she's like, your throat looks messed up. We're going to do a throat swap. I'm like, I hate throat swaps, but okay. So doctor leaves, lady comes back. She's like, okay, there you go over your mouth. She swaps the throat and she's like, okay, you're going to get the results in two to three days. I'm like, huh? <laughs> And then she's like, That's yeah, not I like helping anything in the moment, like like what, two or three days. And then she's like, yeah, our like in-house like strep test um, is unreliable and it always comes back negative. Like even if like the person has strep. 
And then I'm like, oh, so this is just a test for strep. And she was like, yes. And um, now I'm not a licensed medical professional in any way, shape or form, but I'm very familiar with strep. Mm-hmm. My throat never felt like strep. My throat didn't even hurt. And it didn't look like strep because I looked <laughs> and it didn't. And so I was like, that's all you're like, that's it. Like, isn't you can't tell me if it's something else from this little swap. Like, it's just going to say strep or not. Like, and then she was like, yeah, it's just strep. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm unpleased with this answer. So I leave. As I'm leaving, the doctor said, wait a minute, wait a minute, where are you going? I'm like, she said, I'm gonna get the results in two or three days. The lady's like, no, you didn't give her the rapid. And the girl's like, you still want me to give her the rapid? And I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so I go back. They give me the rapid strep test. Obviously, it comes back negative. One, I don't think I have stroke, strep. Two, the lady already said the test always comes back negative. Right. So why are we wasting my time? Why are we wasting time? So the doctor comes back. She's like, test is negative, but your throat looks crazy. A direct quote. Your throat looks crazy. Once again, what am I supposed to do with that? What is crazy throat? Like, please be more specific. Yeah, I'm still very unpleased with the whole situation. Um, There are still no answers. There's so. no answers. And then she just, she just prescribed me amoxicillin. There you go. One size fits all. <laughs> just so take just, this. I'm just. <laughs> You'll feel better taking, three to five business days. Like what? Well, shoot, 10 days. I'm taking amoxicillin for the next 10 days. Well, at this point it's been, it's less, but still. I don't know, friend. I told you. Exactly. That it was, it was a chop from jump for me. <sighs> Crazy throat. Anyway. So that's like the thorn that I'm still like thinking about because I'm still taking this amoxicillin not knowing what's actually wrong. Um, But I don't feel as bad as I did on Monday and I don't have work tomorrow. So loving that for myself. Is that your rose? That is the rose. The rose is that I don't have work tomorrow. I love that for you. Like you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Thank you. How are you doing? It's just a disaster. I feel like... Disaster is a good way to put it. So, you know, just one step at a time. Um, Really, I'm not going to share too much about my thorn because I feel like it's going to be like the topic of a conversation Mm -hmm. later. So that will get a lot of clearance um, shortly (laughs) once we jump into what we're talking about this week. And if I'm really being honest, I don't even think I have a rose. And dig deep into your bottle of happy. I really try and I can do something like very generic, like, let me think. Um, I don't even know, like I participated in a Zoom discussion for class yesterday. Like, yay me. That was, I'm glad that that's over. That's the only rose that I could think about it. But all of the stress and work that came before that, it takes away from the like, easiness of the grade like all Mm -hmm. I had to do was participate essentially but I'm over it because I had to do all this other stuff beforehand but yeah I really don't think I have a rose which I hate I hate that for you but you know hopefully next week will be different I'm going actually I'm not going to say hopefully I'm going to say it is and because I said it it's going to come true so yes because you choose your own destiny there we go and the choices I have made Woo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, but I guess if nothing else, I can say that I am happy to be back and recording with you. Um, the short hiatus was, there was just a lot of chaos, like in my life. I'm not going to necessarily even put that on you because (laughs) it was all happening over here. Like I moved y'all, 
that was not as terrible as it was, but it just took a minute to like, you know, get situated after you move and it was just a lot going on. And then between like work and traveling for work and doing other stuff, it's just, it was a lot. So I'm like, let me get it together. And now not together, but (laughs) one step closer. So back and ready. Um, Are you ready to get into the news update for this week? I'm excited about this one. And I actually talked about it last night in my Zoom discussion for class. I brought it up. Okay. Well, what is up? So there's an article from Education Week and the title of it is In One Classroom, Four Teachers Manage 135 Kids and Love It. The face, I wish y'all could see the face she just made. <laughs> I'm sorry. All as soon as like, you heard 100, mm-mm. Yeah, you used it 131? 135. 135, I was, that was too short. Yes. Let's jump right in because your face screams confusion <laughs> and I want to give you more context. So, okay, there is a high school in Mesa, Arizona that is called Westwood High School and For the past five years, they were like struggling with teacher turnover and things like that. So they partnered with um, Arizona State University's teacher like prep program to kind of pilot this new idea called team teaching. Have you ever heard of this? Like I've heard the phrase team teaching, Mm -hmm. but like as like a co-teacher model. But to be honest, I don't really know if that's what we really be doing. Like. Right, we, we, we be saying, saying team teaching, but is, I don't think that's what that we was for really real. what's being practiced. I get it. Essentially, what team teaching is is there's one classroom, there's four teachers, and so say for instance, you're the math teacher, I'm the reading teacher. While you're teaching math, myself and the other two teachers support you in whatever ways that is in the classroom. That could be running different small groups, working individually with students, like doing whatever um, it is for your lesson. And so the thing that I thought was really cool about this is every day they get two hours of prep time together. So their morning starts with them like meeting together, Mm -hmm. figuring out their plan of like, hey, what are you doing? What am I doing? Where are you going to need us um, to support you? And the reason that all of this came together was Really a conversation about the emphasis on actually working collaboratively. And I think Mm -hmm. in education spaces, a lot of the time we use the word collaborative to talk about the work that we do, but it's not actually collaborative at all. And we're really very individualistic Mm -hmm. um, in the work that we do. And so that was one of their like main goals that they wanted to try and fix. So this is a direct quote from the article. It says... The pandemic taught us two things. One is people want flexibility, and the other is people don't want to be isolated, said Carol Basil, dean of ASU's Teachers College, who helped design the teaching model. And so that right there, um, I think, is just really a huge part of it. Like, I can't even count how many times I wanted to be able to, like, really do things with my team or, like, even thinking about seeing other people teach, Mm-hmm. Right. Like they want us to learn from each other and be in this space where we're learning and growing together. But it's like you can't even come in here for 10 minutes and cover my class while I hop next door or, you know, down the hall. Like, how is that really supposed to happen? We don't when we don't have the 
space or resources set up to really allow that to um, happen. And I know at your school, y'all do some sort of (laughs) what you were speaking to, like somewhere in the middle of like we're co-teaching, but like we're not co-teaching. Can you explain that a little more? Yeah. So my school has um, like ICT classes. So like students with I, we don't have like self-contained as like a service for students with IEPs. So we just have Mm -hmm. ICT courses. To be honest, I don't know what the I, the C or the T stand for. (laughs) doesn't matter. (laughs) Tyler, are you serious? I'm so serious. I like, as I said, ICT, I'm like, what might that mean? I literally was about to say, oh, what is ICT? Girl, I have no idea. It, it, we just when we say ICT, we mean a co-taught class because them letters don't even stand for that. Okay. But so, um, like I up until this year, I didn't actually have like a real co-teacher. Like my first year, me and none of the math teacher was in the room together. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us with a sped license, just vibing, right? This year, I actually have a co-teacher with a sped license mm-hmm. that um is like good at math, right? So, because also, like, when you get a SPET license, it's not, like, discipline-specific. Right. Um, they kind of just place you into a discipline or, like, into multiple ones. Okay. And they kind of just get a sense of, like, oh, do you have, like, a preference for a subject or whatever? And if someone says math, like, you're getting it because nobody wants to do it. Right. Um, <laughs> literally. Uh, so, I have a co-teacher. And what that looks like is two of the class, two of my five classes, well, I teach five classes. Four of them are algebra two. Mm-hmm. Two of those four, I have a co-teacher. So those are the two classes in which I have students that have IEPs mixed with students who do not. And the way that co-teaching works can look wildly different between different pairs of people from course to course. There's no like standard model or expectation really. Right. Because like it could easily always look like one teach, one assist. Mm-hmm. Um, it could... Like the teachers just like uh, were like the gen ed teachers just like up there and the sped teachers kind of just like not doing anything um, like that. Like uh, that obviously happens sometimes. And to no fault of the sped teacher, it's more so the gen ed teacher not wanting to give up that control or like mm-hmm. share, like, you know, like do that thing. Yeah. Um, but me and my co-teacher, if I'm being honest, I'm the one that the kids are like, <laughs> do you even teach this class? Because I'm like, I never, I don't really care what they think of me. And I know my co-teacher doesn't really care what they think of her. But I'm like, I never want you to think that she is like less than I am. Right. Like, I don't ever want you to think that I am like the superior teacher. Like, I am like the main teacher. Like, no, we are co-teachers. Like, this is our class. And I think also, if I'm not mistaken, like, y'all are friends. Yeah, we are friends. So it's like... I think it's a very different dynamic going into it, right? Like you say you were with somebody who maybe you weren't friends with automatically. Not saying that you wouldn't have that same ideology because I know Mm -hmm. you and I know that you would. But um, just thinking about how like that too also probably plays a huge part into the way that y'all's like classroom schedules function when y'all are teaching in there um, together. But I wanted to ask quickly and then there's only I only have like one or two other things about the article and then we can wrap it up mm-hmm. um have you you spoke a little bit about like the first year when you taught and it was just two content teachers not sped have yeah. you seen a difference do you think now that um, you're able to have that model properly so there's definitely a difference but like also 
There's a difference because this is my fifth year teaching. That first year, it was me and another mm-hmm. first year teacher. Like we were both first year teachers yeah. with not sped licenses. And literally it was just vibes. And that <laughs> class was awful. Okay. We dreaded that class every single day. We did not know what to do with it. Nobody was helping us. Like yeah. we just, no idea. Now it is different. Um, it's different because me and my co-teacher have more experience, um, but we still have like struggles Yeah. Um, as far as like reaching the kids and like still trying to figure out how to make them get it. Like we'll do small group, like sometimes she'll take half, well not half, she'll take a chunk of students and like go and work with them in a separate location while I'll keep the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just like, so like being able to do stuff like that. And I mean, we did it a little bit that first year, but like being more intentional with how we would split a class up, right? Yeah. Being more intentional with like how we're working with students. Like it's, there's more intentionality, even though I'm a terrible planner, like, and I'm pretty sure she <laughs> hates that a little bit, <laughs> but because like I I still do like the bulk like of the material preparing and things like that. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, she knows the topic that we're getting into, so she fine. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I could not work with you. I love you with my whole heart. <laughs> but if I had to work on a team, co teaching team, I would be like, Y'all get this girl out of here. Get her out of <laughs> here, get her off my team. <laughs> if she said Mm-mm. something to me, <laughs> I would attempt to make a change. But why don't you just attempt to make the change for yourself? Well, she's got bigger fish to fry. I'm not her only co-teacher. Like, she's also an algebra one at one point. That's what I'm hearing. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying is that, like, she does more, like, material prepping stuff for algebra one. And so, like, it's up to me to do it. Which, like, it's fine. I'm not, like, not mad about that. Like, she'll do, like, the little differentiation stuff sometimes. Or if she wants to do a graphic organizer, like, she'll make those materials. Mm-hmm. But, look, she knows. Like, we know. <laughs> we talk about where we're going. Like, we talk about the direction we're going in. It's just, does she see the worksheet before the next day? No. But she sees it at 8 a.m. before we even have class. Yeah, no. I'm still standing firm in what I said before. Well, look, I'm not even seeing the material until four o'clock in the morning when I made it. Like, because, come on now. Exactly. Exactly. But that's a whole nother drag for a whole nother day. We go put a pin in that one. It'll come back. It always does. It always does. <laughs> um, but just to close out like the end of the article, because I do want to give some kind of like context and understanding of what the teachers from the school said that they got from it. So it says early data from Westwood also show on-time course completion, a strong predictor of whether freshmen will graduate. Improved after the high school started using the team approach for all ninth graders. ASU has found that students in team-based classrooms have better attendance, earn more credits towards graduation, and post higher GPAs. Some of the other benefits that they spoke about from the teacher perspective, because those are kind of coming from the kids and what they gained from it. Um, Less subs was one of the huge things because they said that they Mm -hmm. are able to plan and create things in a system amongst each other. And because there's so many of them, they can plan accordingly um, when someone's going to be absent, which I thought was like, wow. That would like solve so much. Just subs and thinking about like yeah. right now in COVID, 
post-COVID, still COVID, all of that confusion, like subs would be like the biggest headache trying Girl, to find I one. was the sub last year. Come yeah, on. you were. Your, your school used you as the the campus sub. <laughs> Nobody okay. here? Somebody missing? Oh, Tyler here. It's okay. Put her in. Coach, oh, she ready. A student <laughs> who like I hadn't taught or whatever, someone was like, oh, where is she? And they said, is that the one that be summoning all the classes? <laughs> Not a student saying that. Yes. Well... Yeah, see, no, you need that. You need to bring this up to them so that y'all can do team teaching. Girl, so it's 135 kids in one room all day. Yep. Ninth graders. Only How for ninth graders. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really great question. I would what like to see it. I wish I could like? go and visit. I really do. Right. I just need to I just need to see it to believe it. Yeah. Um the other major like benefit that the teacher said it improved instruction by allowing them to work with one another that was kind of going back to that collaborative piece that I was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. where we say we collaborate a lot but then we actually don't but um they talked about that two-hour planning period that they get at the beginning of every day that really allows them um time to work together and like get to know like what your co-teacher is doing and teaching Yes, because we don't actually have a dedicated time for Mm co-planning. Because if we did, then I'd probably, you know, be a little more specific about what we're getting into, (laughs) you know. But since we don't, it's like, so we want systems next? Systems? Systems. Okay, cool. Bet. Right. (laughs) Starting systems on Monday. I forgot until I said it just now. Um, This is what we're talking about, people. (laughs) It is, it is like nice having like a co-teacher though, because... I did feel super isolated like mm-hmm. these last years because it's like y'all don't know my kids like you you know who they are but like you're not in there right you not fighting the same battles I'm fighting with these kids now she's fighting the same battles for two periods with me and so we can commiserate together but yeah I understand um another thing that I brought up last night while I was in class was thinking about the transition I had to make mentally from student teaching to my first job and specifically thinking about how there was always another person in the room that I could instantly communicate with. I can get your feedback on a lesson that I just taught. I can ask you a question about something like right in the moment because my host teacher was always there. Mm -hmm. And once I got my first real job, that first couple of months, it was rough. Like... (laughs) It was rough for me to have to realize, like, I have to do this by myself. And of course, like, I did it by myself when, you know, like, while we were student teaching, there were days that she wasn't there and all that stuff like that. But it's like... Yeah, I was going to ask. I'm like, did she not leave you alone? She did. And she did leave me alone. There were days where I, like, taught by myself. There were days that I came in and subbed for her even when I didn't have to, like, before I was even student teaching for her, just because we were close and stuff like that. But just... I guess it was just like a safety thing. And then also mm-hmm. um, the classroom was connected to the other kind one of the other kindergarten teachers classrooms by like a little supply closet. Mm-hmm. So even if I didn't have her, I could walk right through the supply closet and knock on the door. And Lauren is right there to answer a question, too. And so it's just very a very interesting um, place to be. But yeah, the last thing that I wanted to point out was 
Oh, the um, something that came from the kids was they felt like there was no wasted time. And I was like, hmm, what could they mean by that? So as I kept reading, um, one of the students talked about how in like some of their other classes. Well, actually, this was coming from an upperclassman, not a ninth mm-hmm. grader. Okay. An upperclassman was discussing that one of the issues that they have is teachers quitting and having subs constantly being rotating in who really don't care, you know, mm. about what they're supposed to be learning. And I'm saying they don't care because that was the language used in the article. Not that's how I feel yeah, about yeah. it. Um, but yeah, he said he just felt like they didn't care as much um, about what they were learning and what they were supposed to be doing. And as a student who was very, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, active in their learning experience Mm -hmm. that was bothersome from him and I thought that was like really interesting because I didn't even think about that at all or like kids noticing that is what I didn't think about really I I didn't notice because when I was teaching health class they they knew (laughs) (laughs) they knew well that was that was also different like you were teaching a whole no. You weren't just a sub who was getting paid to like, like you were a teacher who wasn't supposed to be teaching that class at all. And they took advantage of you. So yeah. that's a different story there, sweetie. Oh, okay. But yeah, so that was the article for this week. Um, I thought that was really cool. If you have any thoughts about team teaching, we would love to hear your thoughts. Share them with us. I think this is so cool. I am about like doing everything in the most like extreme way. Like, yes, put 135 (laughs) kids together and let's figure out how this is better. Of course it's better because it's hard, but like, let's do it. I love like learning about all these different just strategies that really work, but people just, I won't say sometimes aren't brave enough to try them, but a lot of the time just don't have the resources to Mm -hmm. do it actually. But I wish this was something that I could like see through for real. Like, yeah, that's really, it's really interesting for sure. It's giving when I start my own school, team teaching is the model. That's what it's giving. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Let's check back in um, 25 years. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ready for word association? Sure. You have your words? I do, actually. You want to go first? Um, like, sure. Okay. All right. The first word is dun, dun, lavender. Dun. Eucalyptus. Okay. <laughs> Combo. Um, beach. I just got so sad. Because the first thing that popped in my head was where I wish I was right now. <laughs> oh. Relaxing. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Okay. Um, glitch. <laughs> Robot. Sorry, I started <laughs> thinking about in my head, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that means nothing to nobody because you can't see what I'm doing, but no. you don't need to see it. <laughs> but she started glitching trust. <laughs> okay. Um, deer. In headlights. Okay. Vigilante. Sweet vicious. Oh. And rain. Down on me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was listening to Candy Rain right before this. That's oh, wow. not Candy Rain, but it made me think <laughs> That's how my brain works, y'all. It's just, it doesn't make sense to y'all, but it makes sense to me. And that's, that's bet on that. Are you ready? Um, sure. All right. First word, breakthrough. 
laughing so hard because I was gonna start singing Lemonade Mouth. Lemonade Mouth? Yeah, here comes mm. a breakthrough. That you ain't watched Lemonade Mouth? No, did it terminate? No, I have no idea what that means. Wait, uh-uh. <laughs> you don't know no, don't. what Lemonade Mouth even is? I know it came on Disney or Nickelodeon, kind of Disney. Great, love that for me. Um, I know I didn't watch it. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea what it is about. Is it about a band or is that Camp Rock? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Camp Rock is a musical, but it's about a camp. Camp. Yeah, they were at camp. I remember Demi was in there, right? Yes. Okay. Lemonade Lemonade Mouth is giving. I have no, I'm trying to grab the context in my brain. There is none. There is a band. These kids are like in detention together, I think. And then there's like a lemonade machine in in <laughs> somewhere at the school and they like start a band. However, now that I committed so hard to saying that that breakthrough song is Lemonade Mouth, I am 0% <laughs> confident that it actually is anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? I just learned a lot. Um... I'm, I still have never seen that. I would have never guessed that's what that was about. Yeah, they had a band, Bridget, Men, Men, Bridget, Bridget, Good Luck Charlie, Bridget, Bridget, Good Luck Charlie, Mendler. You ain't seen you ain't never I seen Good, Good Luck, Luck Charlie. Charlie. Yep, that was with the, the baby, uh, right? Yeah, but she obviously wasn't the baby, right? Right, right, right. Sister. Yeah, I'm trying to envision her face. I'm I'm forgetting what she okay. looks like. Well, uh, blonde. Uh, and then what's her name? Haley Kiyoko. Hailey Kiyoko, I know who that is. Yeah, the singer. She was in Lemonade Mouth. Yeah. Okay. All right. You ready for the rest of the list? I do think that one of those kids on there committed a crime, though. You know what? We're not getting into the Lemonade Mouth tea. I literally just found out what this was. I'm not doing this with you today because you always trying to get into some mess. Like, the rest of the list goes as follows. <laughs> Next word, rush. Uh, <laughs> crush. Okay. Soup. Chicken noodle. Cider. Apple. Evolution. <laughs> um, science. <laughs> Last word. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Last word. <clears throat> Bartiz. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Oh my gosh. Trash. Basura. All right. <laughs> Thank you for um, participating. That was very rough. Not a very fast icebreaker, but. <laughs> it was so not fast. I'm not so fast sorry. at all. It's fine. All right. I don't even know what happened, man. Me either. Honestly, we got stuck on lemonade mouth and then poof. I'm telling you, one of them went to jail. I believe you. I do. You ready to get into the topic this week? Um, sure, I'm ready to get into the topic this week. Why are you saying it like that? Because you're gonna be disappointed. Why? Because you don't have nothing to say, girl. I sure don't. Why? Because okay, should we get into with the <laughs> what, what the, the topic, topic is? is? Yes. So this yes. week we are going to be having a very candid conversation based on. 
Um, I would say my personal strife. <laughs> um, clearly, because she's already said that she has nothing to say. Well, but this came about because my my life has been very transformative. I'm going to use that word right now. I feel like there are a lot of things that are happening. There are a lot of things that are happening that I am uncertain of Mm -hmm. and have no control over. And that is a very uncomfortable space for me. And it has caused me to have a lack of motivation because I don't know what to give my time and attention to, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So this week we're talking about when you're lacking motivation, what do you do? How do you fix this? How do you deal? And I want to know why you don't think you have nothing to say because you do. Well, the thing is that the discussion is what do you do to fix it? Well, that's only a piece of it, right? Like... We're not going to fix it. Clearly, if we could fix it, we wouldn't have to have this conversation (laughs) because we would be doing the things to fix them. So that's only like a small part of it. Like, I want to talk about, is this something that you feel that you two are experiencing right now? Like, I feel like I didn't just pull this out of nowhere. I feel like this is a common denominator between the both of us, even if you don't admit it in the same way that I will. Um... (laughs) Well, okay. Well, you know that I lack motivation. Like you literally, I don't even remember when you asked me. I feel like you asked me a week ago why I hadn't posted a video. And I still not. Like I still haven't. Mm -hmm. And it's been like a while. Um, And like, yeah, I frequently lack motivation. Like I only go to work because I know that I have to and people depend on me there. Um, I'm processing in what you're saying to think about the way that I want to ask you what I want to ask. Cause I feel like sometimes with lack in motivation, people can put you in like two categories, right? Like mm-hmm. you're lazy. You don't want to do anything, but then it's like, even if that is true, even if I am lazy say, and I don't want to do anything, like I should be motivated about something. Right. That's the part where I'm just like, Hmm. Um, But it makes me think of like, do you think this has come from work? Like you're unmotivated in what you're doing or is this I've just this is who I am. That's what I'm asking. I like don't know, because like I do frequently like refer to myself as like a lazy person. Mm -hmm. And like I say that I'm lazy all the time. I simply don't want to do things Mm -hmm. like I don't. Um (laughs) And then I also don't do them, right? And I've been that way for like a really long time. And I kind of like don't know, am I really lazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is there something wrong with me? You know? Yeah. Like, am I actually like am I actually lazy? I don't know. Because like and 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 you know, I will put a whole bunch of energy into a bunch of random crap that has no weight on like anything whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if a, if a person, like, hears that, they wouldn't, like, consider me to be a lazy person. But, like, <laughs> I literally do no. I start doing work at 4 o'clock in the morning because I don't do it at any other time. But is that and, like, lazy? I don't know. I just feel like it's like a, like, interconnected web because when I think about you, because I know you as a person, um, 
I don't I don't think I would necessarily say that you are lazy um, just because of how I know, like you will put 12 hours of deep work into the like task that you just stumbled upon it, thought it was interesting. And now like you're an expert on it because you put 12 hours of work into it. Like that's not lazy to learn a whole new task in a day and like be really good at it because you're going to come out really good at it. But I just think about preference. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I would prefer to spend 12 hours diving into this brand new idea than to do my lesson plan. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's just the reality of the situation. Like I spend so much time in this space doing this already. Like, and I don't care what anybody says about how like teachers are going to have to do some sort of work outside of the classroom and all that stuff. You literally can miss me with that because if we structured (laughs) our schools better, teachers would literally not have to spend as much time they do working outside of work. Like the, the amount of time that we need to put in to be creating good lessons and having quality instruction. So no, yeah. When you when you want to talk about giving teachers what they need, then we can have that conversation. But like, I don't want to hear that because you really shouldn't have to. You shouldn't. And there are. Yeah, there's just so much to be said there. And I'm not going to get on a soapbox about that. But yeah, right. um, yeah, I don't I don't think I would say it comes from lazy. But that's the thing that I then always like question in myself because I don't consider myself to be a lazy person either. Or at yeah, least no, I, I would not think... say that about you <laughs> at all. Um, like, I wouldn't even hesitate. Like, <laughs> I'm not lazy, but sometimes it's just like I'll get in this thing like, OK, even if it's something that I really care about, like where is this like mental block that I'm having to the point mm-hmm. where like I literally can't do the things even that I want to do. Right. Or I feel like I can't do the things that interest me because I'm just stuck. Um, And so I think a part of that, when I was thinking about myself, when I get really overwhelmed, um, it's like a defense mechanism, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so overwhelmed, and it's like, I'm literally just going to shut shut down. down. I'm not going to do anything. But then on the flip side of that, like, once I get out of that, and I'm like, you have to get back into the world and do something productive with yourself, Mm -hmm. then I'm so anxious because I'm like, I shut down, even if it was for a day, I shut down for a day. I didn't do this, this, and this. Now all of these things are waiting on me and they're going into like this next week with me. Like I'm constantly always thinking about that, which then makes me not want to do it even more. Yes, I do understand. And so I feel like I've just been in this like loop of there are these things and it's like, I want to work towards them. I know exactly what I want to do. I have no idea how to get there. Okay. No idea. And it's frustrating because then it makes me like not want to do them anymore just Mm -hmm. because I don't know where to start or I don't feel like I have access or resources um, and things like that. And it sucks. Yeah. It does. I feel like I've been in a very... um, strong mental battle Mm -hmm. and yeah I don't know like I don't know how and that's why when you were like oh 
we're talking about fixing it. I literally don't know how to fix it. <laughs> like, okay. So I was just a little bit misled. I thought that I was supposed to be coming with like. No, we're not trying not. to heal Ten the people. Steps. We're just trying okay. to connect we're with the people. We're just having an open and honest <laughs> conversation. Understood. Because. Like, oh, no. no, sweetie. No. Okay. You, you literally watched me have a breakdown as soon as you got on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like, know what was that going was. On. You thought I was healing the world. I mean, <laughs> not me. Um, yeah, I don't know. When I was like leaving work today, because I did, oh my goodness, work today. I did, um, I had my crochet club today and uh, it's also the end of the unit and then end of the marking period. And some kids were like, hey, can I come after school and like do some work? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. It's the last day to turn your assignments in. Sure. So I've got kids coming in to do that. I've got return kids for crochet club that already know what's going on. But then I got the two new kids that didn't come last week. So I couldn't teach them then when it was a lot more chill. Mm-hmm. And so like they're there. Then the assistant principal comes in because she um, had a PD and missed the student, gover- the student government meeting that I had to lead earlier at lunch. And so then she came to get that debrief. So I'm like telling her about this thing. I got the kids doing these math assignments. I got the other kids in the back watching Smile and doing crochet. <laughs> then the two new kids who have no idea what's going on and don't know how to tie a slip knot. And I'm trying to balance all these things at once in this one meeting that is supposed to be very calm and soothing. It's crochet club. We're supposed to be chilling. No, it's chaos. And there's other kids like, oh, can I sit in here and do this work? Oh, and then this is this kid's friend. And then the kids that are doing the makeup work need help with the work, which like, I don't really want to help them because <laughs> you should have turned the assignments in on time. You should have asked me for help when we were actually doing this topic. Like, I'm annoyed, but right. I'm going to help them, obviously. <laughs> but so when I'm leaving, so like, I finally got a chance to like sit and like the kids were crocheting on their own. The two that were new were one was helping the other one who got the hang of it a little bit more. Um, and then like another kid came in and we were just like chatting. And finally it got like way more chill. We we're just chatting, you know. And then I don't get any work done because I've done all of the helping and all the things. And um, then it's like, I don't want to just keep like staring at these tests that I need to grade. Like I'm actually over it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just stop. And then we just like chat a little bit. And we also kind of chatted about like mental health and stuff. Now I was talking to these kids. And then when we're leaving, <laughs> we see that the new physics teacher is still there. Right. She's literally doing work. It it's it's after five. Mm-hmm. It's after five at this point. She's still like doing work. We they get her attention. She comes and opens the door and she's like talking to us now. And we're like, why are you still here? It's like obviously, yes, I could look in the mirror and ask myself why I'm still here, but I actually <laughs> did have clubs. So like it wasn't just, you know, dilly dallying, which I do love to do. <laughs> um, but so we're like, why are you still here? And then she's like, Oh, I have like work to do and like grades to put in and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, it literally could not be me. Like I know that I'm here. But not for that purpose. Yeah. But like at any moment, I will choose connection over like grading. Yeah. Like over grading these stupid assignments that no one cares about for real. Right. Like at any given moment, I would rather just let this kid tell me whatever is the thing on their mind or ask me whatever random ridiculous question they want to ask me or like cry like I'd much rather just devote my attention to that than like doing other things and one would say well then why aren't you like a guidance counselor or something no 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 I want to shout out my little silly little phrases that I have zero <laughs> license to be saying <laughs> to these kids like kids crying about friendship I love friendship okay here's what you need to do right knowing I don't know what I'm saying but it's something 
Um, but yeah, I'm always choosing connection and literally dilly dallying over the work. Yeah. Unless it's time sensitive, in which case I will be multitasking. But (laughs) other than that, (laughs) it's not happening. I simply don't want (gasps) to. I was supposed to call parents for parent teacher conferences next week. Oh my goodness. I literally forgot. Today? I was supposed to do it on Monday, but then I went to urgent care. Oh, they'll be all right. And so then I told myself to do it today, but then so many things happened and I forgot. It's going to be okay. (sighs) It will. I'm supposed to log the contact. That's going to be okay. How many parents you got to call? Nine. Just do it tomorrow. Don't even all speak English. Even better. Just say you call and no habla English. (laughs) Take that out. (laughs) (laughs) But for real. Yeah, no. Fuck that. Who cares? Make it up. But, um, yeah, so I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, it's, it's partially gotta be the fact that I'm simply over, like, just doing what, what I'm doing. But, but it's not just that. And I can always tell when something's off. Like, I haven't baked in. And that's another thing with, like, I think with us being so close, like, we Mm -hmm. can kind of sense those things about one another, even though we don't live together or like see each other and we're not as like physically close and as in location any longer. Yeah. Um, but like being able to notice those things like about people like me asking you, like you haven't recorded. It's not me like being on your ass as much as it's like you good. Like you just stopped recording. Like that's really what it, what it actually means. Um, just because you know or like trying to figure out like what you what you baking or when you baking something you haven't baked anything for school like those types of things just are those kind of check-in points where you know this person enjoys doing this thing and they're not doing it anymore like that's odd yeah um the last thing that I want to bring up in like this conversation and in this space which is something that One, I'm going to try very hard to not be emotional about. But two, um, it came about like very recently. And so it's something that I am really trying to be like, wow, I got to think about this. Um, As we all know, if you listen to this, um, I left the classroom in May. And when I made that decision, I was very confident in that decision. And I still feel very confident um, in that decision to a certain extent. Now that I'm working on the nonprofit side of education and I'm not directly working with children anymore, um, I've realized that I'm unhappy at work and my Mm -hmm. unhappiness comes from not interacting with children every day. Right. So that has been like really hard for me to battle mentally because it's like one there's no money in education like not doing the work that I want to do like not touching interacting with like children every single day teachers tutors after school care like all of that stuff the stuff that I want to do there is not money in that but knowing that like that's where I need to be And it's hard Mm -hmm. Um, because I so badly like I'm a teacher at heart and Mm -hmm. I know that and I know 
other people um, recognize that in me, but I don't want to teach in the way that I taught before. And so that's why it's like, although I'm very confident in my decision to leave the classroom, like I miss teaching kids, whatever that is. Like, I don't care Mm -hmm. if I'm teaching them how to tie their shoes. (laughs) Like (laughs) I miss that so much. And it makes it um, really difficult to like find the motivation to want to do anything (laughs) really, but um really do some of the like things at work or other things like and not to do them because I'm gonna get it done like Mm -hmm. me being me it's gonna get done but like (laughs) I feel like I'm not giving like what I need to give to certain things um because it's kind of just like "Mm, I have to do this not I want to do this um even thinking about like lesson planning and stuff that was not necessarily like the fun parts of teaching, but like I enjoyed <laughs> what is happening over there. Someone's taking their trash out. I'm so oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, I enjoyed like lesson planning for my kids. I did, but that's because I knew them and I knew what they liked. And I like planned things that I knew that would be like fun and that we would enjoy. Um, so even in that, like, I was always thinking about, like, them. And so even mm-hmm. some of the, like, mundane or less enjoyable tasks, I still enjoyed or, like, looked forward to um, in work. And so that is also, like, just in all honesty, um, a big reason why I couldn't just record last week because I was just, like... I'm having these thoughts and these feelings and Mm -hmm. I don't know where to put them or what to do with them. Um, Last question, I guess, to wrap it up, because I don't think either of us will really have an answer. Um, But like, how do you when you feel yourself like in these moments, try to like work through it? What do you do to like make yourself um more motivated or like to get yourself back on track towards whatever wherever you're trying to go next um I genuinely don't know and I think that that's a problem and that is like a problem that I have because like I will get my crap together for someone else before I'll get it together for myself right so it's like Mm -hmm. I haven't baked in weeks might have been a month not very like me um haven't recorded a TikTok like I haven't recorded a video in a really long time and like that was simply for me because I like you know TV um but like if someone asked me to do something or like asked me to make them something like I would figure my crap out and like get it done right yeah but that is a problem yeah the fact that I can't make me do things for myself um It's really interesting that you bring that up because I feel like that was a conversation I was having with myself before we recorded, Mm -hmm. just thinking about like the ways that you, and I'm not just saying you, but like me, anybody, the ways that we show up for the people closest to us or like care about them, like we need to actively practice doing that more for ourselves. Um, because I know me and you are really good about like championing other people or like the people closest to us, like 
Mm-hmm. You want us to be a part of your hype squad. We are those <laughs> people. Like we are, we are always hyping up anybody who is closest to us, looking for somebody to like start their next thing, like reach that next level. We are those people. But how can you not? Like how can I do that every single time for somebody else? But whenever I'm looking to do it for myself, it's like <laughs> nobody's home. Mm mm mm. Y'all don't have to get somebody else to do it. Like, <laughs> you are going to have to get somebody else to do it. And I don't want to, to be like that anymore. Like, I want to be able to tell myself, like, okay, Deja, in this moment, like, you are not being very nice to yourself. And it's nice yeah. November. And it's nice so November. you need to figure out, like, how would you respond to this person if they told you this or if they were going through this and, like, do that for you and... I did that earlier and it really did help. I'm not going to say that that's something I do on the regular because it's not. I'm very mean to myself. I, my biggest critic, um, that Virgo rising be rising and (laughs) it will drag me through the mud. Let me just say that. But I did that today and it was very shocking how like easily I was able to like read, like bring myself back down and like ground myself and be like, okay, you're actually fine. Like, don't do too much to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's honestly like wild. And and, and then I feel bad about this. And then I feel bad because like I'm not setting a good example for like my kids or whatever. Because like mm-hmm. the kids that are like closer, like they they can tell. Um, and like, uh, I don't know, maybe it was last week or at some point you called me. Mm hmm. Uh, when I was leaving work and I was still like two students were still with me. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And um, the <laughs> the look on their face when I was like talking to you and like making these like suggestions and saying like, OK, how are we going to take care of this thing? And then um, the kids are like, so you so you you got on the phone with your best friend and you became the top tier ace problem solver. Yeah, it comes to you. <laughs> Where is that? Like, where is that energy at? They were like, so you do have brain cells, basically, (laughs) but you don't use them for yourself. And that's really how it is. Like, I can think of countless times where we were both that person for each other. Um, But I think it also makes it a lot harder than two, because, like, we're so far away now. Yeah. So then it's like, as soon as I get on the call, now I'm crying. (laughs) Just because, like, I see you and I know, like, you know, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Feelings. Feelings. Yes. I said I was not going to get emotional. I tried very hard. Um, (laughs) It could have been a lot worse. (laughs) But um, I am very glad that we had this conversation because it's not one, like, this is not even a conversation me and you have had before today, really. <laughs> so very yeah. candid, very authentic, but very necessary also. And I feel like it'll also transition us like greatly into whatever is coming next for like the podcast and like where where that's going to go, what I want, what we want it to look like um, and Honestly, go really great into next week's episode where we're going to be talking about um, being grateful and what we're grateful Mm -hmm. for. So if nothing else, you always going to get some balance over here. (laughs) 
And yeah, um, our wrap up question. There's two and you can choose which one you would like to answer. Okay. The first one is what fear have you outgrown? The second one, how do you give yourself grace when you make mistakes? Okay, so fear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, fear. Um, I was like recently talking about this. Um, and it's like the fear of like doing things alone. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We talk about this often. We do, but it's like, I don't know what podcast I listen to. And I know I was listening to some podcasts and someone was talking about like eating alone or whatever, mm-hmm. but I do, I like, it's still like a little weird when I eat dinner alone, like lunch, that's fine. Yeah. Um, dinner, that's uh, what <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> It's a little more difficult. Still working through that one. Of it. Yeah. It's not, it's not that I'm afraid of it. It's just like a little more like boring. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so it's lunch. Like it's light fare. It's not a super long like commitment really. But like dinner, that's a whole thing. Right. Right. Anyway, um, but I realized that I couldn't let the fact that I might have to do this thing alone stop me from doing the things that I want to do. Yeah, that's... Um... Not something that I feel like I've really learned, but I could take a lesson from you in that book. Yeah, because like I don't want to miss out on these like experiences that I I want for myself simply because I don't have someone to to go with me to. Yeah, right. Just because I want to see Demi Lovato on a Thursday night, and I know that literally nobody else I know wants to see Demi Lovato on a Thursday night, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. And you do because that's just who I am at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you I'm gonna go. Uh, the TV festival, I I went Every literally time. everyone. I don't know about everybody. I know people was like, "You really about to go to Austin by yourself and do this thing for this amount of days?" I had no doubt that you were gonna do it, just knowing how much you loved TV. Yeah, but I was I wasn't like, "She's really gonna do this?" Okay, she really yeah. loves TV because baby if you told me i had to go do anything beyonce related by myself i'm gonna pack a bag (laughs) and i'm gonna pack it quick and if you tell me that it's probably anything else i'm gonna be like yeah no thank you i'll pass so i get it but um but yeah just like overcoming the fear of like doing things alone like no maybe i do too much stuff alone now but i'm not letting the fact that maybe i don't know someone with the same interest as me mm-hmm. stop me from having the experiences that i want to have oh that was a good answer thank you and something that i can also agree and say yes you do you have accomplished <laughs> that fear for sure um i don't know which question i want to answer more because of the fear question it's not a it's not something i've really well I can say that I've outgrown it, but I haven't necessarily figured out like how to practice. I don't practice it as often because it's like a newer thing. Um, and then the grace one, maybe I should answer that one. Um, <laughs> how do I give myself grace when I make mistakes? I think part of it goes back to the conversation that we were having earlier, putting myself in the perspective of like, how would I give Tyler grace? How would I give Tyler grace? Like, thinking about how I would treat um, some of the people closest to me in those mm-hmm. moments and like really reminding myself that I deserve that kind of treatment. 
Um, Another thing that has become really big for me is like journaling. Mm -hmm. And for so long, I despised journaling. Like, and I didn't, and I despised it because I couldn't like face my own thoughts, which is so weird to think about because Mm -hmm. I'm always like in my own head and thinking, but it was something about like, I'm going to put this thought on paper. Like, what if somebody reads this? That's where I feel like the fear was coming from. So I guess that's something that I can say I've outgrown, too. Um, It's just thinking about, like, I'm going to open my journal, whatever is going on. I'm going to write about it, and then I'm going to let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm literally just going to let it go. I'm not going to continue to fester over it or... Think about if I would have done this differently, it would have came out like this. Mm-mm. Write about it. Once I close the journal, I'm done with it. And that has allowed me to like woosaw through um, a lot of stuff that sometimes is shared with other people. And sometimes it's just not. Cause I'm like, let me not bother this person for the 30th time with my little problem. I'm going to write about it in my journal this time. Close it and move on. So, yeah, that was kind of like a two for one. Okay. Um, But yes, I appreciate you for having this conversation with me because you didn't really know what you were getting yourself into, but you never do and you always still show up. And that's why I love you. (laughs) I love you too, man. All right. We ready for pop culture. You got stuff. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. And if we're being honest, now that we've come out of this very emotional place, Mm -hmm. it feels targeted and like you did this to me on purpose because you didn't want me to talk about the midnight's album when it was fresh wow wow conspiracy time conspiracy time conspiracy is false conspiracy is false (laughs) baby girl because if nothing else i knew you were gonna talk about it regardless so i'm gonna let you go first this week since you ain't get to let your shit off uh, when it was fresh a couple of weeks ago. How was the Midnight's album? Even though I already know the song that she so graciously claimed people, she is taking oh. it back. Mm-hmm. Don't okay, tell the people about that. Look, Labyrinth to me just is not that girl. Okay. It's, uh, I'm sorry. It's too, it's too sweet. It. It's too, oh, I'm falling in love again. No, 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 no. I probably would like that right now. <laughs> and you'll never, you know, when they like um do like the memes where like the astrology memes, mm-hmm. I do think that Pisces gets labyrinth. You know, so. that's why I'm not surprised at all. Um, but Taylor Swift Midnight's came out, and then Midnight's 3 a.m. edition came out at 3 a.m. that same day, which had seven additional songs on it. And like overall, I enjoy the project. Now, are there songs I skip? Yes, Labyrinth is one of them. Wow, almost every single time. Um, <laughs> that wow. I'm skipping Labyrinth. I simply am. And what, uh, to be honest, when I made the claim, I counted wrong. I meant to claim track nine, which was Bejeweled, which would have been a fine claim because I do enjoy Bejeweled. Also, really enjoy Karma I and Question. Not listen I know no you didn't because you would have said something if you did. Well, um, I thought that I asked you to send me the songs that you wanted me to listen to. And I did. You did? I did. I sent you 
I sent you a screenshot and, and I highlighted. Message? Oh, yes, in a text message, I sent I was it and I highlighted. Thinking more like send me the song in Apple Music. Okay, well, you weren't specific. You react. Yeah, like, why didn't you? Why wasn't your response? Can you send this to me? Well, I didn't want you to do extra Link. work, sweetie. You had already done so much hard work. Well, it wasn't that hard. I had already <laughs> gone through the ranking process of my own volition. I, the highlighting is easy. I need to go find that. And then as soon as we get off this phone, I'm going to listen while I'm in the shower. <laughs> That's my task for Yay. today. Well, you should probably go and throw a labyrinth in there if you're about to do it. But I am because you have so much disdain against the song and I know it's my vibe. <laughs> and now I'm thinking you hate me. Wow. I don't hate you. And I don't hate labyrinth stands oh, either. it is. I found it. But I do skip labyrinth. I also, every single time, I'm skipping bigger than the whole sky. Yeah, because that's that number 21. <laughs> is so sad. Mm. I don't know what it's about for real. Okay. But I don't want to ever experience whatever that's about. It's so sad. I'm going to have to listen to that one just so that I can have context. It's like, oh, it's so sad. Anyway, <laughs> um, but and I, I often think about there's a song called Would Have, Could Have, Should Have. And I love that song. Yeah, you But I kind of be bopping to it. And what I laugh every time that I'm bopping to it because I'm like, this is trauma. <laughs> You're not about to have me listening to this whole album. This is trauma because she's like talking about um, like it's like a reflection. This isn't even like speculation. Like she's talking about a relationship she had when she was 19 and the relationship that she very publicly had when she was 19 was with, was with John, John Mayer. Mayer. Yeah. yeah. Weirdo. Right. And um, it's trauma. Literally, she says, I regret you all the time. Yikes. Great song. Um, <laughs> great song. Love it. Top two. I, it was top two when I took that thing. It might yeah, still be top it, two. It is number two on this list that I'm yeah. being reminded um, of so graciously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Listened to it over and over and over and over and over and over and upset my coworker and over and over uh, then had to have multiple debates and fights and why are we screaming about Taylor Swift at eight o'clock in the morning? But I'm just screaming for fun because again, I'm dramatic for dramatic sake sometimes. Yeah, you are. It's all about the vibes. Like, you want to combat me? I'm going to be combative because why not? What do you mean that? That's honestly your favorite thing to do. I don't know why you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're lying to the people. It's- you love to combat things with people. You really do. Yeah, but like mostly stuff that literally doesn't matter. Like, Absolutely. I don't, don't want to fight you about real things, but like, if you want to talk about a character, yes, all day. Yes, we can go. We can go back and forth. You want to talk about the fact that you don't like Taylor Swift? Actually, you're just a hater. My co-teacher is literally a hater. Um, her reasoning's not good enough for me to dislike. To dislike with such enthusiasm, you know? Mm. Like, it's not like a quiet disdain. No, 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 no. We're getting fiery. Now I'm being attacked. Yeah, I'm not arguing over Taylor Swift. Well, I am because it's like, why No, are you I mean me it? as like a non-fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Somebody like somebody who doesn't we, like her. Like, why are you doing are all that? Then she want to bring other people into it. So I'm screaming. <laughs> so I'm screaming. Why are we pitting two queens against each other in 2022? I'm like, society is always pitting women against each other. Let's not do that. What are you doing? So I'm screaming this. Another teacher walks into the room. When I tell you she didn't about face, she spun moves so quick about that room. It was absolute chaos. Super fun, though. Um, Good times. But yes, 
enjoyed the album. It did prevent me from listening to other albums for a while, but then I did. Eventually, I did get around to Carly Rae Jepsen's album and Tegan and Sarah's album. I did get there. Great. Lots of music has been happening in your world. Yeah, it was so much going on because all three of those came out the same day. And I'm like, all right, we got to be. Oh, well, we got to be serious because <laughs> I do love Carly Rae Jepsen and I love Tina Sarah. But we all know I did listen to those first. Yeah, we know. OK, <sighs> well, right. I am. Uh, I only have two songs this week. And the first one um, is by Jill Scott and. Oh, we start going back to Jill. We're going, we're circling back to Jill because I had a revelation in my kitchen the other morning while I was making breakfast when this song came on. Mm-hmm. The song is Getting Gettin in the Way by Jill Scott. Okay. Do you know that song? No, I actually do what? not. No. Absolutely. Or at least I don't know it by name. I think you, I hope you have heard this, but I also know our mothers were very different in the type of music you listen to yes. at home. My mother. Play different music. Ride the white horse. The music sounds familiar. You probably have heard it. Here it comes. It's about to start. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So this came on my Pandora the other morning while I was making breakfast before work. And throughout the whole song, like she's having like this discourse, right? Like um, about this man who like Mm -hmm. she's arguing with this girl, like this is my man now, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I was just really thinking about how like my mama really had me listening to that at like seven. Okay. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Um. Which it goes into a deeper conversation that I'm not going to get into, like the revelation that I had in the kitchen. I can talk to you about that later. Mm-hmm. But it just made me really realize how Jill Scott really shaped um, who I am as a person in a lot of ways. And I love that for me and for her. And I stand her. Okay. And um, that that's a good song right there. So, yeah, that came on and it made me very happy. And it made me think about my childhood because we were always listening to Jill Scott. As children, like my mama play her like nobody's business. And I'm very grateful for that because I'm glad that I can appreciate the artistry of Jill Scott. Second song is, of course, still in this like R&B soul type of category because that's really who I am as a person. Write me a ballad. Sing me a love song. Have me in tears, baby. Just tell me how much you love me. Okay. And this one is a cover by someone. It is Do For Love by Snow Allegra. Okay. Um, which is a cover to the real Do For Love song. Yeah. But it is something about this one by her specifically. I would inject this into my veins. Like, I'm not even a romance girl. I'm not. I'm not a romance girl, like, in movies and stuff like that. But in music, it's like a mm-hmm. complete switch. Like... Love me up, down, all around. I want to hear all the love songs. And this song makes me want to get married yesterday. Aww. Like, I just love the way that it's arranged and the way that she sounds singing it. Um, I really just enjoy it. And it's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, I've been listening to those two songs like heavy. Like, I listen to Do For Love every morning when I wake up. Yeah, I believe that. That is very much something that you do when you 
get a song. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to the same thing over and over again. I'm still listening to Renaissance. Mm -hmm. I just have not said that to people. But like, I want you to know that I've not stopped playing that either. That that's fair. So, yeah, those are my um, songs for the week. Very lovey-dovey in my feelings, but I've been very emotional, so it makes a lot of sense, too. When I flip the script and then y'all getting, like, rap songs back-to-back, then you gonna know, like, oh, she's she's done being (laughs) emotional and sad. She's in her villain We're in a different place. Right. You you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. There's really just two sides of the coin for me. Entering my reputation era. Sorry. All right. TV. What you got? I don't even know. Like, I only have one thing because I still have not watched TV for real, y'all. And I know you know what what I'm talking about. about, So I feel like we should just talk about it. Yeah, just go ahead. All right. Love is Blind. If you have not watched it, I would say right now you're going to want to skip ahead if you don't want it to be spoiled. (laughs) And I'm not even going to go into a deep dive into this. But I do have a few things that I would like to say about this television show. One, mm-hmm. y'all can really kick rocks. Okay. The way that I feel like they set these people up. I feel like they're setting people up to not find love. I do. Because what the hell was going on this season? <laughs> the man on this show this season, the Yo. man put them in the garbage. Literally trash. Bartiz. Let's just start with him. (laughs) I'm literally at a loss for words. Nancy, Nancy, you deserve so much more than that. And I'm glad that you know that. But I'm still concerned, Nancy. Nancy, why would you want to marry that man? Like, did she not see the material? Did she not see what was going on? And you did... The way that he sat in that bed, I will never get over that scene. The way that he sat in that bed and like loved over Raven in the creepiest way. (laughs) Just right in front of her salad. And Nancy's face the whole time. And he just going, going because she's a smoke show. What is a smoke show? Be for real. You are 25 years old. Call it a grown woman a smoke show. That is disgusting. I don't want to marry you. Are you okay with me being this honest? They would have had to cut the cameras, baby. They would have had to cut the cameras because I would have been in there swinging. I'm not even going to lie. Like, are you are you serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) This cannot be. And every time I just look at Nancy's face and she just sitting there squinting with her eyes. I'm like, say something. I'm giving up on you. Say something. something nancy like you cannot remain quiet right now Girl, stand up shoot oh my gosh that's all i have to say about bartiz not a fan zero out of ten would not recommend literally the only decent dude was brennan brennan i feel like sk isn't terrible oh 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 i i did forget i forgot about him yeah he's not terrible i forgot about him um him and Brennan were the two for me. I'm like, okay. But I feel like SK was also kind of like quiet. So I'm like, I feel like you you got some stuff that's still uncovered. Right. I need Fire to know storm. a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know about them because I'm one of them. So I need to figure <laughs> <laughs> I need to figure something out there a little bit more. Um, any other thoughts you want to share on anybody specifically? Any situations you want to highlight specifically? Um 
Yeah, whatever that call in Zena, baby. The I just um, I was just say, so Zenup is that girl. That's it. There's just <laughs> <laughs> she is that girl for the way that she handled that. I'm like, I don't care what anybody says. He deserved to be dragged in that public way. He sure did. He, he did deserve to be dragged in a public forum. Absolutely. Um, it's just, and I'm thinking about the <laughs> cuties clip at the end. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't. Tyler. But I also like, he absolutely, absolutely deserved to be dragged in that, in that public forum. Yeah. But the problem is that sometimes he would be so close to making a point <laughs> and then he would mess it up. Because, like, yes, I did get the feeling that she basically hated him. Yeah. However, you can't just say, are you bipolar? That that right there is when I was really like, cut the cord. Cut the cord. Cole, you don't have a chance. Another another part where, and I'm not a violent person, people. But another <laughs> part where I might have just started swinging. And not to say I was trying to hit anybody, but, like, sometimes you just need to move. Because... <laughs> What is happening here? Like, did he really do that? And then on the reunion, when Brennan was like, find another word. Those words are synonym. Like, everybody was just coming for him. And he was just like, okay, um, I don't know what to say. He crying and crap talking about, yeah, I regret it. I regret it. Bro, shut up. Sop up all them tears, boy. Like, mm mm-mm, no. All right, I regret you all the time. Yeah, that was that was a lot. But I stands in it. I do. Um he publicly embarrassed her, so I see nothing wrong with <laughs> yeah, the public embarrassment her. that he received on the back end of that. Not saying that it needed to be tit for tat, but she said I had some things to say and this was the last moment that I could say them, so Right. Now maybe let the choppers fly. The clapping was overkill. <laughs> maybe. No, that clapping at the end was the icing on the cake. Overkill? Are you serious? That right there for me, I could have jumped up off my couch like, yes, yes. Let me be honest. I too clapped. Exactly. So it was not. Because if you were in that audience, you would have been sitting there being messy, probably trying to follow her out to get the rest of the tea. Because that is who you are. <laughs> Yeah, anything else about Love is Blind? I have nothing else to say except I'm glad that they are up in the age that you have to be to get on there. Um, Oh, they are? Yes, it'll be 30 for the next season. So I've heard. So that should maybe help somewhere in some shape, some form, because if somebody else come on here with eye drops, putting them in their eyes, I'm, I'm just... That okay, no, he's not a real person. Like literally, that's not a real person. Can't be. Can't be. Like and I wanted no. him to show up to the reunion. I'm like, why you why did you say no? Because you know everybody hate you. I don't know if that was even if that was even real. I, I kind of thought they were just joking. That they invited him? I feel like that yeah. was serious. I'm I only gonna know. say I mean, that he... because I'm gonna send you a TikTok also. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to send you the TikTok and then we can converse later <laughs> about that, if it was real or not. But yeah, he was a joke. Yeah, literally. Um, 
No, them eye drops, bro. Like, <laughs> get a grip. Any other TV things you want to quickly highlight? Um, okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm, do you, if you, if you, you see me making a face, um, I am I like, okay, 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 okay. I started watching Inside Man, um, the TV show, not that one movie. Um, I started watching Inside Man and I've seen three out of the four episodes. The problem is that it is so uncomfortable to watch it a bit. Like the interactions are just absolutely ridiculous. Like they're just so, I, uh, they're just so strange. Um, but it's like Stanley Tucci is like a, a death row inmate and he like, it was like a criminology teacher before he like murdered his wife or something. Mm-hmm. And he like helps people solve crimes kind of behind bars. And then like uh, his, the person who has the cell next to his, who was also a death row inmate just remembers literally everything he ever hears. So like he takes him in into his investigation so that he can what recount to- this inside man my mother did you tell her to watch this no i haven't she literally texted me today and told me she was watching it and said um it was good and i asked her what it was about and she told me and i said this sounds like something i want to watch so now i'm so interested because now you're watching it and i get your opinion sorry <laughs> what because i missed the name but once you start explaining i'm like this sounds just like Sean my mama was telling me about earlier okay yeah so it's just like so strange. Um, I am going to finish it, though. Yeah. Good. Strange. It's interesting. Strange. You think I'll be interested? Um. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, yes, it's not American, though. So. OK. <laughs> um, All right. But yeah, Um. it's only four episodes. They're like like an like an hour ish a piece. Where is this? It's on Netflix. Cool. All right. Any movie? I watched, oh, you watched a movie. Wait, did you watch a movie? No, I was about to say I watched no movies. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I finally watched Don't Worry Darling, um, and it was a little long. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, It was a little long, um, but I just am of the belief that movies don't need to be more than like 110 minutes max. 90 minutes, yeah. 95 minutes, perfect movie length. Love that. Um, it was just a little bit long, but um, it was like interesting. And the like the, the, the payoff was like really interesting. And I did not have any idea that that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when we got to like the stuff, like when we really got to it, I was very much like in it and like invested and like, like oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But I know it's some stuff we could have cut. I believe that because once you told me how long it was, I was like, Mm-mm, nope. Yeah, but uh, still not a bad movie by any means. Just well, what accent was Harry Styles doing? I need to what see some um, clips from that. Accent was it? What was it supposed to be? Because like he has an accent and it wasn't, it didn't sound like he was trying to just not have one. It sounded like he was trying to do a different one. It probably was. I don't know what it was though. So I hate that for him. That That's embarrassing. Is what I have on the Don't Worry Darling. Um, not a terrible movie. Um, not my favorite movie. Um, the drama, the drama, the drama was way more interesting than, than the movie on the low. That's I'm very invested in that. 
But um, wait, what am I rating it out of five or five? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, three point five. Okay, man. That's yeah, it's like not bad. It. Like the uh, yeah, it's like not bad. It, it's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. All right. Well, people, if you haven't watched it yet, it's up to you. It's on you HBO Max. Give it a try. HBO Max is where to go. Um, lastly, book. I do have a book. Okay, book. Um, that I started to read. It is one of the books that I actually purchased from that conference that I attended a while back. Mm-hmm. I'm reading the book for school because I'm in a children's literature class and as one of my electives and our like final, well, I don't even want to say final. One of the final pieces for our final project is a book review and we had to pick from a list and that happened to be on the list. So I was like, oh, let me read this book. Um, so the book that I am reading is Harbor Me by Jacqueline Woodson. And what it is about essentially is there's this diverse group of kids who their teacher um, gives them time every week for them to meet an hour with only the kids. So she's not in there and they can just like have time to talk and share about like what's going on with them and what literally whatever they want to talk about as kids for that hour. And um, I just started it, but I can already tell one, it's going to be like very heavy stuff that's going on. And two, I'm also very like interested already. And when I say just started it, I literally started it today. Okay. And I read like 50 pages already. And it's not long either. Um, This book is best for kids. I say around like ages 10 and up. Some of the themes that are in the book are immigration, race, forgiveness, bullying, identity, friendship, and family. And um, you will like this story if you like fictional, realistic stories that kind of address like hope and um, honesty and things like that. So, yeah, I will give you a update once I finish it. I'll probably finish it before we record next week because I need to turn my project in kind of early. But, yeah, hopefully next week I'll have finished it and then I can give y'all a um, book review. Any books from you? Um, no, (laughs) ma'am. All right. Well, this has been a long one. I was intending for this to, I was thinking it wasn't going to be long at all, but I feel like we had good conversation. (laughs) We did have a good conversation now. And it's been a while, so I guess. It has been a while. It was needed as well. Um, True. Any updates, thoughts, announcements before we get out of here? No. No announcements? No. No worries. Um, my only announcement is Tyler works very hard to keep our playlist updated. Listen to the music that we share every week um, because we yeah, share I it promise for fun. I'm not putting the whole Midnight's album on it. I promise. <laughs> um, also, please, if you love what you hear and you want us to keep coming back, leave us a review and tell us how much you love us and how much you want us to keep coming back. True. If you hate it, keep it to yourself. And lastly, if you are a teacher and you would love to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. Fill out that interest form on our website at carpettimeconfessions.com so that we can reach out to you and get you to talk about um, your classroom experience. Next week, it'll be the two of us again while we kind of do like a um, Thanksgiving themed episode because we love a theme. 
and we're going to be talking about what we are grateful for. It can be what you're grateful for now within this year, however you want to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to talk about that because I do this every day, like in my gratitude journal. And so yeah. I'm going to try and really like think about some big things that um, yeah, I can share. Deep. I'm going to dig deep for the people and uh, possibly have another emotional episode. Who knows? Who knows? I wonder if my mom is going to cry if she listens to this. Why? Because I'm crying? Yeah. Oh, she probably will. Um, Mama Adrian, if you cried while you listened to this episode, text me when you get to this point. Because I want to know. <laughs> She's probably going to text me before this point. But if you made it to the end, like the real one, I know you are. So I know you're going to hear this. Text me when you hear this. Because I know that you, um, you're going to feel the, the intense emotions that I was feeling. She always does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her. Love that. Love that for us. all right well um that's it that's all i guess we'll see y'all next week yeah come back next week and join us on the carpet bye